1: This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Shopify presents Cool Sheets from Aha to... Lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed. Heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bedsheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bedsheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. You're listening to the College Football Coast-to-Coast Show. Here are your hosts, Jacob and Tyler. Hey guys, welcome back to the Coast-to-Coast Coast podcast. We are going to be breaking down a new week of college football. I believe this is week seven? Week
0: number seven, already. Yeah. Already past halfway point, which is honestly crazy.
1: <laughs> this season has flown by this year. I don't yes. know if it's because this is the first season where it feels back to normal. Or what it is.
0: Yeah, probably so. You know, we had the COVID year, so that season flew by too. But it seems like every year it just flies by, and we just have to enjoy every week while we have it.
1: Absolutely. And enjoying that, we will, especially here with our first matchup that we're going to get into. And that is an ACC matchup between the Fighting Pit Panthers going on the road to face uh, VT and the Hokies. Um, this is a battle of, I think some of the top two teams in the ACC right now. I know that doesn't include Clemson because it doesn't seem like they're a top team in the ACC anymore. Um, very surprised that Pitt's not ranked actually, um, with a four and one record. So I, uh, I think that Pitt's going to run away with this game. I expect them to, uh, with Kenny Pickett in the backfield, uh, just having an, unbelievable season so far um i think he's going to be a finalist for the heisman possibly Uh, but i expect them to take control of this game and and win by uh, a couple of touchdowns here i know that vt put up a fight against notre dame last week uh but i think this is a completely different game with a pit team that puts a lot of points up on the board so i'm gonna go against the spread that's at five points and uh i think i'm gonna take this game at uh
0: A 38-21. Yeah, it was definitely uh, interesting to watch Virginia Tech against uh, Notre Dame last weekend. We both went with the Hokies, and in the end that pick uh, didn't go into fruition as Notre Dame won that one 32-29. But yeah, I'm also surprised that Pitt is on the top 25. I mean, they got a win against a Tennessee team that's uh, really hitting their stride these past couple of weeks. We'll get into that game a little bit later. In the show, but yeah, I think um, even after, you know, Virginia Tech, you know, losing that game, especially at home, uh, this is going to be another uh, tough road trip for Pitt uh, going into Lane Stadium. I don't think it's a night game uh, this week. I think it's an 11 o'clock game on the ACC Network, but uh, I'm at the role too, too of Kenny sure. Pickett in that high-powered offense, uh, just a really talented bunch, and I think, uh, like you said, we could see... Uh, pick it on, you know, the top five Heisman finalists whenever everyone's all said and done because there's really not really a clear-cut favorite like we have in past seasons. But I'm going to roll Pittsburgh. I'll go 31-21 to 21 and roll with Pitt. All right, so we'll go to our next game in the ACC, which is going to be actually tomorrow night, Friday night. And Clemson hits the road in the Carrier Dome against the Syracuse Orange. Clemson is a 13.5-point favorite In this one, it's it's really surprising to me that Clemson is thirteen and a half. I mean, you look back at Syracuse last game against the undefeated Wake Forest team. Clemson has still yet to play Wake Forest, but that game uh, really gave me um, a lot of uh, motivation uh, for Syracuse. You know, going into this game against Syracuse, and Syracuse has had you know Clemson's number these past couple of years, especially when Clemson goes on the road to the Carrier Dome, but. I think ultimately this will be below that 13.5 point spread. I just don't think that Clemson's – this is the type of game that they can run away with. Syracuse got the offense to really contend with them, really got a a nice uh, quarterback as well. But I'm going to ultimately go Clemson, uh, probably in a low-scoring battle in in the 20s. I'll go 28-21 Clemson.
1: Yeah, I I think this game is is closer than a 13.5 spread like you said. Um, You know, we kind of focused a little bit last week, and, and br- I broke down Syracuse a little bit in, you know, the aspect of them being a very heavy run team. Um, not a big pass team. I know Schrader's done pretty well this season, um, but only thrown for four touchdowns this year um, and only 627 yards, and that's through six games. So, I mean, you can see that they're giving their running back 133 carries this season and has 791 yards. So, wow. yeah, so uh, they're a heavy run team and and I think Clemson's going to be ready for it. Um uh, I expect them to they've always had a pretty good run defense. Um and this year is kind of an exception. So, I expect them to to win this game. It's going to be closer than the 13 and a half spread, like I said. Um This game, I'll probably go 31-27, and I'll give the nod to Clemson. And then moving into our next game, and that's our next conference, which will be the Big 12. Uh, It's going to be the 12th-ranked Oklahoma State Cowboys going on the road to face uh, the number 25, rounding out the top 25, uh, the Texas Longhorns, coming after a, uh, disappointing loss to Oklahoma last week uh, looking for a bounce back and they open as the four point favorite at home. Um, I, I expect Oklahoma state to put a lot of points up on the board. I, th- I think it's going to be more of uh, who can stop whose offense. Uh, and, and I expect Oklahoma state to ultimately win this game. Uh, and if I was a betting a betting man which I'm not um I would put my money against that spread and and I'd go completely against against uh, Texas in this game just because of of the offensive firepower that Oklahoma State has kind of climbing up the top 25 really slowly and they're kind of catching people by surprise I think so uh I'm going to go with the Cowboys in this one uh I'm going to give it a friggin 48-38 final
0: yeah, really high scoring indeed. And, yeah, what a brutal loss for Texas. You know, they had a really big lead uh, going into halftime, 31-14, and ended up blowing it. Uh, Oklahoma scoring a late touchdown in that game. And Oklahoma State uh, has looked uh, really sharp, uh, especially on the defensive side. Probably one of the best uh, defenses outside of the Baylor Bears and what Dave Rand is doing there in Waco. Uh, I would say that Texas probably has the advantage uh, – in quarterback plays uh, Spencer Sanders two turnover prone uh, right now uh, compared to Thompson uh, for Texas, who had five touchdowns in the Red River rivalry game against Texas in the loss. If Texas uh, probably would have won that game against Oklahoma, I probably would have picked them to lose against Oklahoma State. But I think this team is going to be really motivated uh, and they're going to be really mad coming off uh, of that loss uh, against Oklahoma, you know, game that they should have. I do think that ultimately uh, this will be close. Uh, I think both teams will ultimately get into the 30s. But I have Texas winning by a field goal, 34-31 to 31 against the Cowboys. A big game in, in the Big 12, especially for Oklahoma State. I mean, they just got to keep winning and, uh, you know, keep pace uh, with Oklahoma at the top of the standings. All right, so we will continue into the Big 12 with another game that's kind of lost, uh, you know, some muster with uh, BYU Losing uh, to Boise State, but still a really good matchup here as number 19 BYU goes on the road to face Baylor and Waco. And the Bears are a six-point favorite uh, against BYU. Now, this is going to be a really interesting uh, how BYU bounces back uh, from that t- tough loss against Boise State. You know, they got to travel uh, across the country here a little bit uh, from Utah to Texas, uh, face a really good uh, a Baylor team. That's right there uh, in the Big 12 Sands Even though uh, they lost Oklahoma State, if they win here, it can build some momentum. I definitely think that's going to happen. Ultimately, I have to go with the Bears uh, just because this is at home, and uh, I probably wouldn't have even picked uh, BYU if even if they would have won against Boise State. I just have more faith in this Baylor team. I think this might be a little bit more lower scoring than what we're used to from Big 12 team, just because they're more solely based on their defense. But uh, I think I'll go twenty-four to fourteen uh, Baylor.
1: Well, wow, that's a low-scoring one for a BYU team that puts a lot of points up on the board. Um, really good defense, but, though. Yeah, yeah, a good defense, and, and I think uh, they got they got exposed last week, um, mm-hmm. as as they they're a vulnerable team, and uh, Baylor's the same way in tough situations. I mean, these are two teams that are still. Uh, I would say looking – they're outside looking in on the elite teams of college football, um, but, but they're climbing their way up there um, as as organizations. Uh, I, I expect this game to be under control uh, from Baylor basically all the way throughout. Playing at home, Waco's a tough place to play, um, and for a BYU team that's going to be traveling uh, a good ways – uh, there, there's going to be some some issues, I think, um, in that BYU offense, as we saw last week. I mean, there's there's definitely some things that they they need to fix. Um, and Baylor's, I mean, they're I don't I wouldn't say they're hot, but they're they're heating up. <laughs> uh, they're a team that that can get hot quick. I mean, they're, they're a microwave. So as we saw in in previous, uh, you know end of the season closing, getting close to the playoffs, they, they can get hot pretty quick. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to go against the spread again here. I'm going to go even further up than a six-point. Um, I think this is a 10-point game uh, at the end of it. I, I'm going to go um, – I'm going to give a little wacky score, I think.
0: Okay. Um, well, No, no mm. not so wacky.
1: Not so <laughs> wacky. We're going to go 31-21 in this game, and, and I'm going to go with Baylor.
0: Not as wacky it, as
1: I thought. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it and I said, like, you know what? Ah, nah. It's, it's, I can't give a wacky score. Um uh, we're gonna move on now to I think the more classic college football. Um now. Oh yeah. And that's, Low that's <laughs> the classic the stuff I like to grab a a, a bucket of popcorn as uh, <laughs> you know Lane Kiffin would say. Uh, but It's going to be number 10, the Michigan State Spartans going on the road to face the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, Four and a half points for a top 10 ranked team, a four and a half point favorite on the road. That's low. And for an Indiana team that's been struggling as of late, um, not looking like the Indiana team of last year at all. Not Mm -hmm. even close. I mean, uh, I don't know if Michael Penix Jr. is out of this game. I'm not sure if he's I really going heard to be
0: anything on the Indiana side about minutes yeah. I mean, yeah, that's all I know that he's uh going to be playing starting for the Hoosiers.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's had a pretty good season, but he did take a big hit 2 weeks ago um in state college and it looked pretty serious from from the looks of it. Uh but he is in the starting lineup it looks like for this one. So, um I don't know if that's the difference. This is a toss-up game. I think either way, you can't look at the records here. You really can't look at the records at all in the Big Ten. Um, It's just going to be brute power from both sides, and it's going to be whoever doesn't turn the ball over. Um, Michigan State's kept it close with teams like Nebraska, um, who really gave them a run for their money in Lansing. So uh, I I expect this game to be very close. It's an 11 a.m. game. Uh, man, I'm going to go wild with this one. I'm going to pick Indiana to go 500 this season and go to three and three. Um, just because I think there's always that one, we talked about this and I always think there's that one trap game, especially in the big 10 with, with that game every year, somebody falls apart for one game. And it's like, they, they, they're just not ready. And you're like, what the heck was that? And then the next week, they're back to what they normally were. And I think that's this game for Michigan State. Um, So I'm going to go with the Hoosiers in this one. I think it's a field goal game, though. So I think this is going to be less than the spread. So it's going to be a tight one. It's going to be low scoring in this one. I'm going to go 17-14 Indiana at home.
0: Yeah, that's a really bold pick there. I definitely could see it happening, especially, you know, with Michael Penix. But it's just not the same Indiana team that I really thought that they were going to be. I thought that this Indiana team, you know, was gonna compete, uh, you know, for a spot in the in a Big Ten championship. Uh, but on the other side, I'm really liking uh even though, you know, like you said, mentioned about the close Nebraska game, but it seems like everybody's having a close game against Nebraska. I mean, even Michigan, you know, had troubles with them like Michigan State. So I think Nebraska in the end will get upset, you know. Later on this season, uh, down in the schedule, hey, maybe that could be Iowa. You know, in the last game of the season, I was like, well, we're going to move our way into the Big Ten Championship, so let's just not try. Nebraska's going to come up. And I, I don't see that. I might pick that uh later in the season, but we'll have to see. So, but just going back to this game, I think this is a game where Michigan State makes a statement against an uh, Indiana a team that's really been struggling. Michael Penix has been uh, too... Turnover-prone this one, I mean, only throwing four touchdowns and seven interceptions in the season is never good for a starting quarterback. And, you know, I just got to give the edge here for the quarterback play. And Peyton Thorne, he's really underrated quarterback. And I think ultimately uh, this will be a low-scoring game. Uh, both defenses uh, have proven uh, that can make the sides, But Indiana has struggled, you know, against offenses, you know, like Penn State putting up 24 points on them and getting shut out. Uh, so good could be something like that but I think Michigan State it makes a statement in this one they win 24 to 10. All right so we will go on to the next Big Ten game which is between the Purdue Bullet Makers at number two Iowa. Iowa coming off of that big win against Penn State to remain unbeaten in Iowa is an 11.5 point favorite against the Bullet Makers and I mean, like I say, you know, coming off of a big win, how is the team going to respond, you know, against a lesser opponent, you know, opponent, you know, they should just take care of business and, you know, not have, you know, any trouble with them. But I think at least in the first half, Purdue will give some fits uh, to Iowa because I think Iowa's still coming off of that emotional victory, a really physical game uh, against uh, Penn State, a really grinded out game, you know, a last you know, a minute touchdown won the game for Iowa. So I think this will be, don't be surprised if this is close, you know, going into the half and like Purdue's only in with like a touchdown or a fugal and like, wow, is Purdue going to pull us off? But in the end, Iowa, well, we'll pull it together and pretty much run away with this. I'm going to go uh, 38 uh, to 14, Iowa.
1: Okay. Yeah. Big, big uh, second half outburst from Iowa. Um this game I think is is a game of turnovers. If if Purdue limits the turnovers, they'll be in this football game. Um Iowa will be without their starting star safety. Um he is out of this game uh, with a pretty nasty injury and it looks like he's going to miss some time. Um basically an all Big 10 starter and you're looking at one of the best safeties in the country um he, he'll be out and i expect purdue to take advantage of that i expect them to take some shots downfield because i don't think iowa secondary really is that good um we really didn't get to see much of that in this last game against penn state because it was kind of a it was it was one of the old ground and pound type games um so i, I expect purdue to, to put up a pretty good fight in this one i think it's going to be less than 11 and a half points um i know where you have you think it's going to be a lot more than that, um. But no, I think this game is going to be somewhat close, uh. Maybe a touchdown game, maybe a little bit more, um. In this one, so I'm gonna go, uh. Man, I'm gonna go 10 in this one, and and I'll give it to Iowa. Now moving on to our Pac-12 matchups out west. Um, it's gonna be California taking on the number nine ranked Oregon Ducks. They seem to be hanging around in the top ten, uh, which I think is quite interesting. Um man, this game is is possibly another trap game for for Oregon. I I don't I don't know how to, to gauge um what happens here, but but Cal off to a really rough start this year. <laughs> you're one and four uh, overall, zero and two in the conference. Uh, and then the flip side, you're four and one over at Oregon. Um, Oregon, I think, wins this game. Uh, Thirteen and a half seems about right. Maybe fourteen in this game. Uh, I don't think it's a very high scoring game. Oregon has kind of showed us that they're not going to put up a lot of points this season like your typical Pac-12 teams um so I think I think that's right right about there in this one so I'm probably going to go um 31 10 in this game and I'll give the nod to, to Oregon
0: yeah, Cal off to a not so great of a start of one and four. Yeah, or like you said, Oregon, you know, just hanging around there at number nine. I think eventually they might get, uh, you know, climb up, especially if we see more upsets uh, along the way. But I think uh, I'm gonna have to go. I think I agree with the spread. I think it's gonna be a little bit more though. I think Oregon's offense uh, can score against this Cal defense that's really been struggling. I don't think this one's gonna be close. I'll go forty-two to twenty ducks. All right, so we'll move on to our next uh, Pac-12 game. And uh, nightly Pac-12 game at 9 o'clock Central Time. Uh, late game if you stay up for this one. I think this is going to be a really interesting game. Uh, number 18, Arizona State. Going on the road to a very hostile environment uh, in Utah. Arizona State has one loss. Utah has two loss. And yet this game is even, which I was really surprised at because I don't know if Vegas – has been watching what Arizona State has been doing lately. You know, absolutely clobbered Stanford 28 to 10, and then getting a big win two weeks ago against UCLA. I just don't think that this one's going to be close. I just don't think that Utah has the offense to really even compete with Arizona State or even keep it close. But I think, uh, you know, they won't give up uh, that many points. Uh, Utah's defense, you know. That's what their coach is known for defensive minded. So I think they'll have a plan for Jaden Daniels and that offense. But uh, I think that Arizona State will kinda uh win this one like the margin between, you know, twenty eight to ten to Stanford. I'll go uh twenty seven to thirteen Arizona State.
1: Yeah, this is gonna be a woo 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 trap game for me. Um this is a good Utah team and in and... Two losses, um, close games that they've lost, one to a really good BYU team, and then a three overtime game against San Diego State. Um, so yeah, they've shown 25,
0: their thing. Twenty five teams, yeah.
1: And uh, I mean, you're talking a good team that that can stick can stick with some with some of these uh, bigger teams. I think, and, and being at home helps this. Um, and I can see why it's even. I wouldn't say it's exactly even. I would probably give a three-point nod to Arizona State at least in this one. Um, but I'm gonna go with the upset here in the Pac-12. I Ooh. think that Utah wins this game, and I think Arizona kind of falls out of the top 25. Um, I think Arizona hmm. State falls out, and um, as a five-and-one team, uh, that's not the start, or they fall to somewhere in the in the mid 20s. Um, I, I, it's going to be a close one. I think this game's going to be a 35 31 finish and I'll, I'll give it to Utah.
0: Yeah. I mean, we saw a upset last week and, you know, we weren't giving any credit to Washington state. Look what they did. Uh, they beat a, a really good, uh, Oregon state team whenever everyone was asleep on the East and central time.
1: Yeah, I know. I'll probably be asleep for that Oregon state Utah game, at least in the second half, yeah. Um, because i don't think i'm gonna stay up for it because i don't know what it, it's the arizona state games put me to sleep it's weird <laughs> but i'll stay up and watch a byu game guys i mean we're we're all in for that i'll watch byu i'll watch uh a late night oregon game or a late night uh heck even a late night stanford game so uh but no yeah it's gonna be a close one i think in this one and that's going to move us right into another game where I don't think we're going to look at the records at all in this game. No. You're looking at a 13th-ranked o- uh, Ole Miss, I gonna said Oklahoma, Ole Miss Rebels team going on the road to face the Tennessee Volunteers um, in Knoxville. Two and a half points to Ole Miss. Um, I probably would give the two and a half points to Tennessee because Tennessee's on a roll right now. Um, and, man, they've I think they're up there with Ole Miss. In the highest number of points through the first five five games of the season, um, right now I think they're they're up there with them. Uh, so Tennessee does have an extra game underneath their belt, but uh, Ole Miss needs to watch out in this one. And I and I think that they fall in this one. I I'm gonna pick Tennessee at home because uh, that's a tough place to play. I know that Neyland Stadium was in your top five toughest places to play. Mm-hmm. Um, so I expect Tennessee to win this game, and I think it's going to be a three-point game in this one. So uh, if you want to take that money and take it to take it to the betting machine, then uh, I would in this game. Uh, so I'm going to go with Tennessee in this one. Close game. Uh, kind of a mid-20s game because both of these teams have offense, but Tennessee has defense. Um, so I'm going to go with a 27-24 finish, and I'm going to give it to them.
0: Yeah, Tennessee is one of the really hottest teams in the country. You know, after that pit loss, they haven't lost. They, what they've done is won three consecutive games. Now you can say, oh, they've played like South Carolina and, you know, cupcakes along the way like Missouri. But, I mean, if you put up – they put up 60 points against the Missouri defense and then 42 points against South Carolina. Now on the other flip side, Ole Miss is coming off of uh, – a 52-51 victory against Arkansas. This is going to be an offensive battle. I know that Tennessee has a defense, but i just think that this is due for another shootout. Like you said, this is going to be at Neyland Stadium at night. And it's a checker game, baby. That's why I put it in the top five. One of my reasons to put Neyland Stadium there. And I think the Neyland Stadium crowd is going to be sold out. It's going to be rocking. It's going to help this volunteer I wish they would wait to wear the blacks this weekend against Ole Miss, but I think they keep that magic and they win this one 38-34 against the Rebels.
1: Two two so-called upset picks.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see if we have another one in store between number 11, Kentucky, at number one, Georgia. Georgia is a 21 and a half point favorite, and I know we said every week Man, this spread is a, a lot, you know. Go, you know, last week um, against Auburn was fourteen. Georgia ended up covering that, and then two weeks ago when they played Arkansas, it was like seventeen, and they ended up covering that as well. So, it wouldn't be surprised if they cover it again. I think they will. I know Kentucky has the offense uh, to really keep up with this, and their defense uh, is really good, really shut down a lot of these uh, offenses on the schedule. But Georgia's got the best defense in the nation. They got a really balanced attack and offense. I just don't think that Kentucky is going to be able to score as much as as they would like, but uh, I think Georgia wins this one, twenty eight to seven.
1: Yeah, um, lower scoring game. Wow, um, I wasn't expecting that, but <laughs> I'm I'm gonna give Kentucky a little bit more credit than seven points on the board. I think um, they've shown that they can put points on the board and that that they can beat good teams, um, especially us looking at last week uh i wasn't expecting that i don't think anybody was expecting that to be honest with you um but this game it's a i don't think it's going to be an upset i thought about going with kentucky in this one um but georgia is playing at home once again and i know we talked about this earlier but it seems like all of the tough games for georgia are at home this year and it's like well are they going to play anybody any decent on the road? <laughs> um, And it ain't looking like it so far yeah. as we're over halfway through the season. So, um and they're the number one team in the country. So uh, 21 and a half points is a lot. Yes. We've said it again. It's a lot. And I'm going to go against it because I think it's going to be less than that. I'm thinking more like 17. Uh, give, <laughs> give Kentucky a little bit more credit people. Come on. So, <laughs> I'm gonna pick the Bulldogs in this one over the Wildcats. Um, in the real world, I think a wildcat would destroy a bulldog. Oh, without um, a doubt. Yeah, if we're gonna get into like
0: you know, and we had that discussion last week, predator and, uh, last tactics week, uh, well. and things
1: like that. We were talking about
0: the mascots. Bevo already already showed what <laughs> we what can do to a dog. I just, and a wildcat would probably destroy a, a, a bulldog.
1: Oh my god! Yeah. Um, but away from animal cruelty, and now too, you know.
0: Um... <laughs> no, I'm yeah, kidding. we're gonna have Peter calling us in a couple of days. We've got our past two episodes. Hmm, a little fishy going on.
1: The dark-minded people. Um, yeah, you no, I this game is gonna be crazy and hectic. Two thirty game, kind of odd. Um, I'm gonna go Georgia in this one. I'll say thirty-five to twenty-one in this one
0: all right oh, there's the georgia logo. It decided to pop up at the last minute i was wondering <laughs> why it wasn't showing up on the slides but there it is all right now let's go on to our top five uh, on this top five thursday and this week is top five logos so far we did stadiums we did mascots. we did mascots and now we're doing the logo so Let's go I tried, on. I tried, to,
1: I tried to convince you to do concession stand food, but.
0: <laughs> well, if you want to see concession, we we thought about doing uh, coaches on the hot seat, but that would be for Tuesday's hot topic. So yeah, be sure to stay tuned in for that. So we will go into our top five logos and we have two ACC uh, for our number five.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go with the NC state Wolfpack logo. Uh, Kind of a neat logo. I would say it's almost like a throwback logo. Yeah. Um, I will say one thing to note, and I think this is the reason why I put it in the top five. I think the hat looks more like a crock pot. Prove me wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it honestly I, does. It looks like a crock pot with NC State on it. So I, it looks cool. <laughs> Maybe I mean, they I just
0: need to start telling that. I mean, if, hey, if you're NC State you're hearing this, just make a crock pot because that's what your Wolfpack is wearing.
1: So, when their old quarterback, Ryan Finley, wore this helmet um, at the Senior Bowl a few years ago, I said, man, that is a cool helmet. They had the Wolfpack thing on the side of the helmet. It was so Very cool looking. Senior
0: Bowl. Man, we really need to do a podcast from the Senior Bowl. Gotta do
1: it from the Senior Bowl. We're going to try to get in and get some, get some stuff. We're working on some stuff for that. We're, we're in the works. It's in the works. We got some people to connect with.
0: <laughs> Can only hope. All right, so for my ACC, I have to go with the Louisville Cardinal logo, and like NC State, I think it kind of looks like a a throwback logo as well. They have they use a more of a of a throwback on their basketball court. They have the full entire Cardinal, you know, dunking into a basketball hoop. But I just really like it on Louisville's, uh, you know, helmets uh, and also on the field. I think it's a, a really intimidating logo and. Honestly, this is what Stanford should do. Get rid of that stupid tree and, you know, put something like Louisville. And that way you're, you're actually intimidating someone and not saying, Ooh, what do I want for Christmas next year?
1: Or you want some meth?
0: Uh, or the meth tree. A <laughs> <laughs> good old meth tree from last week. <laughs> All right. So let's go on the number four. You have a pack 12 team for your number four slot.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go with Utah. I'm going to go with the Utes in this one. Uh, I know it's a big you won the thing, whoop-dee-doo, but uh, I like the... They incorporated it into a logo. Like, it it looks cool. Um, So, I'll give it to them. It kind of... It's kind of... I don't know. A lot of the... A lot of these teams have a lot of, I want to say, throwback type things. They're starting to go back to it. It's like a reoccurring theme now. Everybody's kind of going back to the old stuff. Like, we see teams doing now, like, all these throwback uniforms for one game throughout a season. Um, So... Yeah, I think this is this is a good logo compared to what they've had previously. Um, so I'm gonna give them my number four spot.
0: I agree, definitely a good logo for Utah. And I'm gonna go with a school that I've been talking about probably more than any schools. You know, last week I had their mascot, you know, Tusk, and now I have their logo. So my number four team is Arkansas. I mean, there's really nothing, you know, better than A Razorback, a a Wild Hog. It's honestly one of the best uh, logos uh, in the SEC. Got some pretty basic logos, you know, Alabama and Auburn. You know, you can say LSU. I mean, if LSU uses the letter logo or the Tiger logo. But, you know, if if it's a Razorback, I mean, this is one of the best logos uh, in the SEC and, and also college football. Yeah, right, so,
1: I kind of, I, I kind of like the head-on logo. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I
0: almost put that one on there, but that's not their primary logo. Yeah, so.
1: and you're like all over this Arkansas thing this year. What, what the heck is going on?
0: I don't know, man. They better <laughs> get a, they better get a win before uh, this weekend against Auburn, you know, or they'll be losing three straight, and you know, I might have to hop off the bandwagon. You jumping
1: off? You jumping off the bus at the next stop?
0: Yeah, just drop me off. Go on <laughs> to like a next team. <laughs> all right, so going to our top three, you have uh, another team that we talked about uh, more recently. Is you know we had them, you had them in your uniform list, and also their stadium list as well. So you got Boise State once again.
1: Yeah, I, I like Boise State all around. I, this yeah. this rounds it out with their. Logo. This is
0: your bandwagon team.
1: Yeah, I guess I guess so. Um, I haven't watched much Boise State games this year. We well, did got a big win
0: against BYU, so there you go. I
1: know. I should have stayed up to watch it, uh, but of course I fell asleep again. Um, but because um, I'm I'm not nocturnal, um, but this is the I think one of the coolest logos. It's aggressive, like all of my logos in my top three are like aggressive um, for the most part, and it's got some got on,
0: It's just a U of a
1: yeah. My top, well, I said my top three. Oh, okay. So, yeah, my top three are more aggressive. I would say um like the beat. Yeah, aggressive I guess beat, beat, <laughs> aggressive. um no so and number the biggest thing to note i think the coolest thing is the white eye the thing looks possessed yeah. um and it's so cool so i gotta because go with them they got the
0: as well yeah they like, got the it coolest wouldn't color as good if it was like orange so they definitely yeah. did good definitely did good I,
1: I think they're bold for what the most wild colors, and I think they're the only team that could pull off those colors in college football.
0: Yeah, blue and orange is a interesting combo, and yeah, they definitely hit uh, the nail on the head with you know uniform, stadium, and out uh, logo. So, really good selection uh, there for your number three. And I'm going to also give another group of five school some love for my number three pick and that is the uab blazers i mean what better logo than having a a stinking dragon you know shooting out flames from his mouth i mean it's a really cool logo really have a a lot of respect uh, for this uab program especially you know they were literally shut down for a year and they come back and you know pretty much become a powerhouse of the conference usa but they really do this well, um, you know. This is like another interesting uh, uniform combinations, you know, with UAB and their colors. But they really do it well. Uh, on their helmet, the the blazer is more uh, blown up in proportions, but they really do it well. So, got to give UAB the nod for my number three pick. Okay, so we will advance into the top two, and you have the Fun Belt team, our first Fun Belt the Sun Belt as we call it. You have the South Alabama Jaguars as your number 2.
1: Yeah, I I got to give the Jaguars some love. Um first of all, it's my school, my university. Yep. Um so and I do think that that is one of the coolest logos in college football. Uh especially and I think we've talked about this where we think that like some, Sun Belt schools have some of the coolest logos
0: in college. I agree. Football.
1: And like the Big 10 is oof I mean the Big Ten is I mean garbage. you've already
0: talked about it. it seems like every Big Ten matchup, would be like "Ugh, what's some boring matchups you know Rutgers Michigan probably Michigan State and Penn State or probably in Iowa too uh probably yeah. the top three because yeah. all the other ones are just letters or just letter. letters not, a, yeah. not letters a letter
1: yeah I look I look at Rutgers and I think I'm watching Greece um so <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's I, I got a got to go with aggressive like i said aggressive logos um and that's cool i think it's neat uh kind of a step up from previous logos and it's kind of been their logo for a long time so um neat and i think they need a revamp just a tiny revamp
0: hmm. yeah i definitely agree i mean if their acronym is usa so how can you you not love this school i definitely love that uh logo as well but i had to go back to the sec here with uh, the florida gators and you know like you said intimidation is key for these logos and i think the florida gators uh, really do this well you know like you said you know like boise state their colors are are blue and orange but i mean the gator is green here because what gator is you know blue or orange so I really like uh, the Florida Gators, and, you know, they really uh, pull it off well uh, in their uniforms. Uh, Even though they really don't use uh, this logo on their helmets, uh, they use it on their midfield logo, and I I really think uh, that's cool. Pretty much wherever you go, uh, if you see this Gator, you know it has to do with the University of Florida.
1: I think if he was going to be a little bit more aggressive, they'd sharpen his teeth up just a tad.
0: Yeah, he needs to go to the dentist. Yeah,
1: he's got some nice pearly whites, but they need sharpened yeah. just a tad.
0: Yeah, I agree. Sharpen <laughs> up a tad. All right. The moment that you've all been waiting for a number one logo for college football, and you're going back to the Pac-12 for your top pick.
1: Yeah, um, I have just the right thing to sharpen those teeth for that Florida Gator. Or um, And <laughs> the giant pitchfork. No, the Arizona State Sun Devils, I think, have the coolest logo in all of college football, a college sports period. Um. Man, that thing, it's so simple, but it's so cool. The old Sun Devil one too is cool. And I
0: have Honestly, to Honestly, argue... if they would have stuck with the old Sun Devil one, it would have been number one on my list too.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool, but I still gotta give it to them. The the red and the yellow combination just perfect. Um and they did do a revamp, so I love this. Um mm. I like logos, I like experimenting. We um, should
0: have done, like, more than a top five, honestly. I, I know it was top five it was... Thursday. It should have been a top ten, at least.
1: <laughs> we, have to, we have to crunch him in there in our top five. Um, <laughs> but, no, I and I think the mascot for Arizona State is got to be one of the coolest as well. He's just so lively. and like he's, I honestly
0: put him on. My, now I'm regretting I didn't.
1: Like, he's not boring. And I feel like people, like boring ones, like Big Al, he just stands there with his giant trunk and swings <laughs> it around like, like it's a towel. Um, but... Like this one's he's cool. So I gotta go with the Sun Devil's awesome
0: logo. You know it's not a boring logo? My number one. The Coastal Carolina Chanticleers from the Sun Belt. I mean, look can you, at can this.
1: You, can you spell can you spell that for me?
0: Uh, I probably can. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, everything's teal at that field. The logo, the field, their shoes, the socks, the probably the field goal post. Everything's teal over there at coastal, but a really cool logo. I'm sure a lot of people are saying, uh, "Is this really the best logo in college football?" Well, it's the most unique logo in college football. I think so. Got to go with the fighting roosters of Coastal, uh, Coastal Carolina. The shots shot up for this pick, but I guess, uh, I guess, my intimidation factor ends here at my top one because I don't think many people would be scared of a rooster, uh, except you know. They go arr, 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 at 6 a.m. in the morning and wake you up every time. But yeah, that was I pretty a good. That was pretty good. Right on the spot like that. That was good. <laughs> 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 no, but
1: yeah, I think he's pretty cool. Um, Yeah. And I think uh, I think roosters are pretty aggressive in real life because I, guess so. uh, I wouldn't mess with the rooster if he was very angry because he would probably peck like the this car. one right here. Yes. Yes. He looks very aggressive. And I don't think I've ever seen a teal rooster before. The day I see a teal rooster might be my last day on Earth. Um. So, but no, somebody went happy and crazy. I think with Coastal Carolina in their field, and I told you this before the show. But I think Coastal Carolina's field. I feel like something's wrong with my TV. If I'm watching <laughs> it on the TV, I feel like like what, what's up with the picture? And I'm like trying to mess with it. And I go to the next channel, and I'm like, no, picture is fine. So I'm, I'm like, all right, whatever. So no, but yeah, they they do have a cool logo. I gotta admit that's a, that's a cool number one.
0: You know, we'll get you know, this is usually top five, but what was a logo, you know, honorable mention that just missed the list?
1: Uh for me, oh shoot, man, a logo that just missed you on the spot. Uh I'm probably gonna go with K State um with the okay. Wildcat logo. definitely a cool one. Uh very simple uh and kind of kind of a neat one.
0: Yeah, I think uh just for me missing out has gotta be Southern Miss's logo, you know. They had the the moment where you know they had to change the logo because it was, you know similar to Iowa. But honestly, Iowa can keep their logo because uh Southern Miss's logo is by far better than the Iowa Hawkeyes uh, logo. I think it's a uh, really intimidating. They really do a good job uh, with the Southern Miss logo, on it and it is by far than what their logo was previously. So gotta I give think, it to Southern Miss honorable mention.
1: And I think wait, hold on, I'm gonna backpedal. Uh, wipe, wipe the K State. I know I've been okay. high on K State wipe it. I I just thought about it. Just hit me. Okay. I'm gonna go with San Jose State.
0: Ooh, that is another They good one.
1: have a neat one. And that thing is so cool looking. So good I, yeah. color
0: selections too with that as well.
1: Oh yeah. I like the yellow. And um no, but guys, that's gonna conclude our, you know, craziness of logos <laughs> and our top logos. Always we crazy could talk... with
0: the top fives. I mean... we could
1: talk for hours about logos. We really could
0: yeah pretty much all the top five so far so uh yeah be sure to tune in to the top five thursday for next week and then also uh tuesday whenever we have a recap
1: yeah and hopefully we have a pretty good week this week uh last week was not very good um i don't know man that upset
0: (laughs) alabama losing uh, texas a and i did not Mm. see that happening big game that
1: was nuts but guys, we'll jump right into it. Let's see if we have some more upsets this week. Uh, I hope so. Crossing my fingers that we have some more upsets as I picked in this game. And this, sorry, this Naked week. two
0: thousand seven. <laughs> it's gonna be wild. Uh, but
1: guys, once again, you can follow us on social media. Uh, our pages. It is on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch at CFB underscore Coast to Coast at CFB underscore Coast. The number two Coast. Uh, Thank you guys for tuning in. We will see you on Tuesday and uh, let's hope we have some positive records this week. Thanks for tuning in. There